Entrepreneur needs three things, period. They need a great banker, they need a great accountant, and they need a great lawyer. Those are the three things that they're non-negotiable. All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of the Inspired Talks podcast. We're super excited because we have special guests, Michelle Richburg, right? The owner of Richburg Enterprises from New York City, right? You just flew in not too long ago, correct? Correct. I flew in yesterday. Yeah, that's insane. Um, So we're super excited to have her on today because we just finished and completed our first content day. And how did that go for you today? It went really well because you guys are... Dream team. <laughs> it wasn't even our first content. It's actually our, what, third, you'll say? Third? Yeah. Yeah, technically third because we had the first one when you first were here. Impromptu. Impromptu. And then another one this year, not too long ago. And then um, today. Um, so today, I come, we just wanted to talk to you a little bit about, you know, your story and just, you know, some of the challenges and things that you went through on your entrepreneurial journey because um, our audience... Um, that's listening on this podcast are new or aspiring entrepreneurs that are starting out on their entrepreneur journey. So um, before we even get started, can you just share to the audience a little bit about who you are and what you do? Yes. So again, as mentioned, my name is Michelle Richburg. I'm the president, founder and CEO of Richburg Enterprises. We are a financial business management firm in New York City. I'm really humbled to uh, call you guys family and to be here on the podcast. And what we do, we act as the CFO and handle all things money, taxes, financial planning um, for high net worth individuals in the music, sports and entertainment spaces primarily is our client base. I want to go back to your story you know, when you were in New York and because you shared today about how the whole situation, how you even what led up to you creating Richburg Enterprises. So I guess my first question is, what were some of the initial challenges you faced as, you know, um, an individual before you got into Richburg Enterprises? And then, yeah. So there were many, but the, f- the first couple that's uh, come to mind is uh, being a black executive in the financial space. Mm-hmm. Um, most people are, you know, white men with blue eyes and blonde hair that uh, reach the level of success that I reached um, as a private banker before I started my company uh, was one challenge. Another challenge was and that's inside of corporate. And then another challenge was also, um, you know, outside of being, uh, the banker in my sector, which was, I'm in the music business and I banked entertainers and music executives and small business entrepreneurs, but I had to do a lot more convincing to get clients um, that were not in entertainment because I didn't look like the other banker. Um, so I think there from the onset, it wasn't as much confidence until I started to chat with them and want to know more about their business and to develop a relationship. And then it became like, I want you to handle all of my finances for me, my business, my family, 
everything. But I had to work a lot harder than my, you know, my counterparts. That grieves me so much. And I wanted to know how were you able to even like knowing that because you knew that in the moment. Right. So how did you mentally deal with that? I had great mentors. I had two amazing mentors, Doreen Horowitz, which she's retired and one of my dearest friends, a gentleman by the name of Phil, God rest his soul, who really groomed me in personal finance um, as a young banker and to just, you know, things that seem really basic, but, you know, when you meet someone, give them a firm handshake, look them in the eye, right? I knew what I was talking about or I knew the questions I wanted to ask, but it was really like you want to get to know them. You don't just start with, can you sell them a credit card or can you, can they open a bank account? It was about getting to, yeah, know them um, as a person. And then once you understand them and maybe their business, if they had one or their personal finance, you would be able to provide solutions because you got to know them as an individual. So as you said, relationship, um, I'm old school and that will never go out of style, even though mm-hmm. that's not mm-hmm. the way business is done now, but it, everything is really, um, driven by relationships. And I was taught that by those two people. I love that. And just, can we even stay on the topic? Just can you tell, talk a little bit about just the importance of relationships, um, just early on, on your entrepreneurial journey, like how pivotal was that for you? Extremely pivotal. Like I said, uh, relationships are everything. Your reputation comes before you, right? And so how you conduct yourself, how you lead with integrity, how what your intentions are, those really reflect themselves in their actions more so in their words, right? First of all, I learned that from from home, from my grandmother and my mm. grandfather, right? Um, and then when I went into the professional space into my first banking job at Chase, um, again, I was blessed because this is all part of God's plan that he put the right, people in my life professionally that I could model and look up to. Right. And I remember uh, way back when I was probably 19 and uh, another mentor of mine, actually, she's passed away. God rest her soul. Her name was Gail Robinson. And she said to me, Michelle, if you could go home at every night and look yourself in the mirror and know that you did the right thing, you had a good day. Don't worry about the consequences. Don't worry about who yelled at you or what your boss said. But if you know that you did the right thing and you can look yourself in the mirror when you go home, you've done the right thing. And that has always stuck with me. Always stuck with me. So that's so true. And that's, you know, that's something that we cherish and value in our company. Just 
being honest, living in integrity, right. you know, in terms of like how we communicate and just being, um, you know, transparent with the process from start to finish. And also building a relationship. That's the, like our favorite part about what we do. Just being able to connect with amazing people like you Thank and you. go beyond the lens, go beyond photography and be able to build this connection um, beyond what we're doing right now with content creation. Yeah, I think um, my biggest question right now for me is like, because a lot of people are probably in the stage of trying to figure out which direction they should go in terms of like business or their passions. Like what kind of led you on this entrepreneurial journey in sense of like, were you always like entrepreneur spirit or you just, you know, like what led you on that? Um, I think I always was a fire starter and, but not, no, not calling it an entrepreneurial journey um, my, she's one of my dearest friends now. Her name is Karen, but she used to be my assistant for 17 years. And she jokes with me now, like she's still in the financial sector. And she's like, you would never put up with this. You would never put up this because I've always had that, like, are they crazy? You know, I've always had that, that like, I could do it better or I know my client. Cause again, it goes back to relationships. Right. Mm-hmm. And so what led me to this purpose or, or in my purpose to this point was being fired. <laughs> <laughs> I can laugh about it now <laughs> being fired for no reason mm-hmm. out of the clear blue sky, 13 years ago, having the most depressing hard times of my life for nine months when I, when, and it wasn't even about the money to be honest with you. Um, it was about the psychological component of being fired from a job that I loved and I thought was my dream job. Right. But again, we've talked about this before or and uh, what we were doing earlier that God was setting me up to walk in my purpose and where I am now for a multitude of reasons, right? So my story can help and encourage and inspire the next person, the black single mother, single dad, the black woman entrepreneur, um, the person with a dream, just knowing that their purpose is bigger than them, yeah. right? Um, and to just go for it. Cause that's what I did after I was fired. Not immediately. I got a job at another bank. Um, I started this as a side hustle Mm. and now we're nine years old and we have an amazing, uh, clientele. You know, it's, we, we are, um, you know, recognized, I'm recognized in Billboard as a top business manager for the last few years, which I'm really humbled for. And I couldn't do it without my team because it's really my team Um, that we every day, we get up every day to give our clients, you know, the best and and try to lead them down um, the right road for financial success and teach them along the way. Right. Mm -hmm. But you know, I had to call before I could walk because I started out just as Michelle in a one one person office <laughs> in downtown Manhattan, you know, doing QuickBooks myself, all the, the bookkeeper, yeah. all the things, all the things. Um, to where we are now. So I'm very humbled. I'm very proud of it. And I put in a lot of work. Thank you. (laughs) 
<laughs> um, it's been a lot of work. Um, not everybody gets it. Yeah. Um, it's not for the weak yeah. or the, you know, it's, 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 it's a lot, but it's worth it in the end. And like I said, when you receive the aha moment of why you're doing it and it's bigger than you, then that kind of fuels the fire to mm-hmm. keep going. I love your whole story. And guys, please go to her Instagram and cause she's got more videos that goes deeper into her story. But one of the things that just stands out is the fact that you were at this job that you believed, you know, was for you, but it's crazy that, you know, God had something even better that maybe at the time you couldn't even see. So it's insane just how your story unfolded. And so my last question for today, unless EJ has more questions, but I, you're in the finance space. So, um, to end this podcast off, we kind of want to know, um, why is it so important finances, you know, for everyone, entrepreneurs and just to anybody listening right now? Well, I will start off by saying, and not trying to make it long drawn out that we know that money doesn't buy happiness, right? However, we do know that money provides options, right? My grandmother always told me to have options, right? Um, We also know that our community is lacking in financial literacy, you know, access, um, or even if we, and not just our community too, but a lot of people, you know, you always hear people that hit Rolado, like now it's almost $2 billion. I think it's like 1.7. But then you hear about those people going broke in less than five years or 10 years. Why? Because they don't have a good foundation, Mm. right? And so people get caught up in things as opposed to um, good wealth, Mm. right? A wealth mindset. So I'm not saying I don't like nice things. I'm not saying I don't buy Gucci. (laughs) I should have stock. But what I'm saying is, and I wasn't always this way. I learned the hard way because I did have a very good teacher in the personal finance Mm. days, which was my grandmother. She bought four houses in cash. Oh, wow. And she only had a ninth grade education. Right. And she was a domestic worker and my, she was a cook and my grandfather was a chauffeur. Now they say chef and driver, but the job is the same. She taught me and used to talk to me about money since I was five years old. But of course I have to go, I had my own path and I was, you know, got in credit card debt and overspent and I loved to shop and I did all the things until I don't now. Right. Mm. And so I try, I come from a place of not only that this is my professional career and I've, I've lived it, I've learned it, I've been educated in it, but I've also experienced it myself. So I just try to come from a place of all those things and the advice and the knowledge that, or I shouldn't say advice, but the information that I share to the public about what to do and what not to do. Um, so, so that's why it's, it's important because 
it gives you options, right? So, so when you have financial knowledge and wherewithal, you can make informed decisions. The last thing I'll say is like, as an example, a lot of people are afraid of investing because mm. they just, they hear the word invest or they feel like they don't have enough money to invest. And now with social media, there's so much information out there, yeah. but the bottom line is, you have, you can start anywhere and you should just start, right? And once you start and you form good habits and you educate yourself and you find a good financial support system, another thing I always say to people, especially entrepreneurs, which I was that person, it's a it's, you need to have an amazing banker. You need to have a great relationship with your banker, mm. right? Because they can make or break you, you know, your business, you personally, not, they can, you know, the share information. So the, as a banker, how I started, which we talked about last time, is that I realized that my client's didn't have access to a lot of financial things that other people did. So I wanted to be the one to bring them that information and help them thrive in their, in their financial lives. Right. Again, to go back to say that wealth doesn't, um, buy happiness or provide happiness or money doesn't provide happiness. Let me say that. But what is important is that we all have the same uh, playing field that we all have the same access or knowledge and or information and we can make the right decisions for ourselves and our family that's why it's important that's that's the exposure aspect you know exposing ourselves to the information uh, especially in our community um, learning more about finances learning about budgeting and using tools like that to to help us on our journey because um honestly you know our my personal background we come from a background where we don't really talk about money like that, right. you know, and um, not many of my family members are in business or entrepreneurs. So a lot of the things that I'm learning is through people like yourself that's online in the digital space that's providing the value that we're able to apply now um, in our lives. So before we quick, quickly wrap up, I just want you to share just some tips on um, how to manage finances in business um, for, or what are some tips or strategies you will like to share that to the entrepreneur that's starting out? What, what should they first do um, if they're starting out on their jersey, journey? They need, so an entrepreneur needs three things, period. They need a great banker. Yeah. They need a great accountant. And they need a great lawyer. Those are the three things that they're non-negotiable. And with the accounting and the finance space, what I would say is that um, a lot of people will be like, you know, I'll do it myself and I'll do QuickBooks myself, which is fine, right? Depending on where you are, not everybody needs a business manager. But what is important is that you recognize that you need real-time bookkeeping and accounting Mm -hmm. so you can print out financial reports and financial statements that we talked a lot about Mm -hmm. today, because in order to plan and make informed decisions, you need to know your numbers, right? Mm. So you can't move forward if you don't know where you are. And even when you're starting, you need to know like, 
you need to have a budget. So you need to know, you know, if you're going to get a small office space or if like you guys are in the content creation space. So how much equipment is going to cost? You need to make sure you have, you know, great insurance. You need to um, make sure that the way that you're setting up your company is the right way for you. So all that's where the accountant comes in. So I would, you know, I could talk on and off about these things. So I'll just sum it up to say entrepreneurs starting out the three um, non-negotiable basic things that you need is a great banker, a great accountant and a great lawyer. Woo. Amen. Amen to that. Amen. Uh, those are, Three things that we learned quickly that we definitely had to learn more about, you know, just about accounting and taxes, what to write off, what not to write off, um, just the legal aspect. Right. Um, Brittany's really big in that aspect. <laughs> Contracts, making sure that's in place at all times. So um, totally valuable. So listen, if you're listening and you're starting out, those are the biggest things that you in initially need getting started. And um, yeah, just look online. Um, there's plenty of resources out there that can help you get started in that area. Or you can, you know, visit Michelle website Michelle. and she can okay. give you some, um, you know, practical advice or um, tips on that area. Um, yeah. C- quickly just share how can the audience stay in contact or if they ever want to work with you, uh, where can they find you? So you can find me. Our website is www.richburgenterprisesllc.com. On Instagram, I am at the Michelle Richburg and LinkedIn is uh, Michelle Richburg and Facebook is Richburg Enterprises LLC. Are those all the things? <laughs> that's that's all the things. <laughs> Listen, um, we're super proud of you too, Michelle. Thank and, you um, so much. Thank you so much for bring, being on our podcast. Uh, we're just starting out not too long ago, so we're super excited about it. And I'm so um, humbled. Yeah. Um, if you guys are listening on Spotify, please leave a comment review. And if you're watching on YouTube, please subscribe to the channel and let us know who you guys want to see next on the podcast. And we hope to see you guys soon in the next one. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you.